0: Even if not, that's okay too, right? Sometimes weeks can start bad and get good, can't they? That's probably what we'll do today as we spend this wonderful, wonderful time together. Your weekly honey carrot, isn't that right, little bunny? It's honey because it just feels good, doesn't it, little bunny, to listen to me say, I love you, I love you, I love you. For it to be true, because I really do love you, little bunny. It's a carrot, because I secretly, sneakily, being the daddy that I am, make your life better. You don't have to be in a bad place to listen and hang out with me. I'm in a really good place, and you can be in a good place with me. Just enjoy this time together. Or you can work to get to a really good place, because it's totally doable. Totally doable. Even if your brain uh, has traits that make it easy to be unhappy, whether you have some depression tendencies or anxiety tendencies or any kind of conditions and who knows, I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist, nor a psychologist, nor a therapist. I'm just me, little bunny. I'm just me. and I love spending this time with you, really quality time. So, I'm going to take a drink of my coffee today. Is it decaf or is it not decaf? Today it is not decaf, little bunny. Because I'm recording in the afternoon. So this is not us sneakily staying up till 2am together as we often do. Every Friday or Thursday Podcast releases every Friday without fail, little bunny. So make sure you follow. So you always, always have that steadiness in your life. It's fun, isn't it? Uh, never taking a week off either. That'll come back when we talk about a certain country in this episode that is notorious for not taking breaks. But we'll get there. What else? Oh, hold on. I'm so proud of myself. I gave myself a cough button finally. I'll still forget and I'll still have to turn away to cough as I talk to you. But part of this New Year's resolution and initiatives, motivation is to up the quality, the production value, little bunny. I want the garden to be more and more special and professional and incredible. While still just being you and me. Just hanging out. That's all this really is at the end. Just a more and more sleek and slick version of a daddy and his little bunny. Spending time together. What are all the other ways you can spend time with me, little bunny? Well, just about all of it is free. So the podcast is free, of course. You can follow me on the social media platforms. TikTok, Instagram and I guess YouTube, and those are pretty much all the same at this point. YouTube has some like walks through New York City. There's just a couple of them. I, I'm not doing those as much because it's super labor-intensive and it's not as, it's not as high quality as just me being with you like this. But you can follow on those platforms. TikTok and Instagram are the same, although Instagram I have more stuff. because You can just do a little bit more with Instagram. And they allow just a little bit more, little bunny. There is the platform X, formerly known as Twitter, where I leave little voice notes, just quick little 30-second notes every few days. And that's a good place to follow kind of just in case because I think they are the least likely to ban people because I would say... There's an undeniable spicy component to the garden. Something at its very core, even. There's something very sexy about this. I don't want to be ashamed or hiding it or have to reduce it to fit the privacy, not privacy, the uh, content policy restrictions of different platforms that are very skittish about those things. TikTok bans people left and right. If you have a sexy voice on TikTok, you better watch out, little bunny, because they're going to come for you. or maybe you'll come for me and then they'll ban me okay instagram is a little bit better about that but even then it just takes them changing their mind and saying you know what we're going to be super super restrictive but x is a good place to just kind of in case follow me there and of course you can follow on the podcast as well doesn't matter which app you listen on You can listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or even Audible, uh, which brings me to another thing, which is that I have a little bit of fiction now on Audible. Right now, I just have one novelette, which is basically a long, short story, and you can buy that for a few dollars, or you can get it for free, kind of for free, as part of the Patreon, which is very, very cheap. The Patreon is, I think, the best, most special part of the garden. It's the locked section of the garden. And that has, there's a new locked audio pretty much every week. And it's just something totally random. And it's the place where I can be the most me. Be the most creative that I can possibly be. And I try and make it different every week. So whereas the podcast has a nice formula, the locked audio is a jumble of different things. It is 18+. plus, So don't join if you're not 18. Because about a third of the locked audios are very, very spicy. Including this past week. This past week was called Gentle Playtime, actually. So it was a very... On the spectrum of something that's very rough and explicit, of which there is locked audios in that. This is the very opposite end of the spectrum this week. Where it's good if you're a little bit intimidated by locked audios and the more hardcore side of things. Nice and gentle little exploration. So I won't get into that too much. Hold on. Haha, I used my cough button in time. Um, yeah, I won't go into that too much on the podcast. Uh, and then what else? I have, uh, there's more fiction on in the locked section than just the one thing that's on Audible right now so far. And there's other stuff too. What do, we, what do we got going on? I'll talk about a project that I made a lot of progress on this week in this episode. So that's the goings-on in the garden right now, little bunny. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing we've got. Oh, and the the Discord is the other thing. That's part of the locked section of the garden. That's our community space. It's like a platform where you can post things in different categories and you can make some friends if you want to meet your fellow bunnies. That's totally optional if you want to join the locked section, but you just want to be there for the locked audios Mm. and to, I guess, support me. But I would really like for it to really, I want you to get the better end of the deal with the locked section. You know what I mean? With the Patreon. It's just kind of part of How I want to do things here. Yeah. I want this to be 100% positive for you. That's why the Patreon actually doesn't have different tiers. Do you know that word? It's a great word. T-I-E-R. It's not like the $20 version, the $10 version, and the $5 and the $3 version. There is just the very, very cheap version. Because I don't want, want privileged levels of access in the garden. Yeah, I think you're the same as all your other fellow bunnies. There's no higher privilege or less privilege. You can always adjust the pledge to be higher or anything, but there's you know, certainly not expected and no bonus stuff for you. So, okay, little bunny. This week, I want to talk about, it's kind of like a sequel to last week. Last week's episode was really good. It's called nostalgia. And I wanted to talk you through a trap you might find yourself falling into where you get so nostalgic for the past and it makes you unhappy about the present and even woeful about the future. And it's so the opposite of the way I like to live. And it's so opposite of what's so exciting about being excited about the future. You know, what... Forget the past, you know, that's done. Whether the good things or the bad things, it's just kind of totally irrelevant at this point. I love living in the present and being excited about the future, because the future will become the present, and excitement about the future can make the present better, it can inspire you, and motivate you, and get you off your little bunny butt into doing great, great things. So as a sequel to Nostalgia, I spent some time chatting with my AI assistant, which is run by GPT-4, and a little AI assistant that I designed for myself. I was chatting with him, I guess we'll call him him, about, we were trying to find a word that was the opposite for nostalgia. Kind of like a nostalgia for the future. Something where, You long for it, and it's something that is real and achievable. You know how nostalgia is from something that happened? This concept that I really want to name, I really want to talk to you about, it's like something that's coming in the future, that's totally achievable, and you're longing for it in a way that makes you feel good in the present, thinking about how it's coming. It's like an anticipation, maybe an excitement. I don't quite have the right word. But we couldn't come up with anything. I spent like 30 minutes with him trying to come up with something. So maybe you'll help me coin this word, little bunny. It's like a future nostalgia. Maybe that's what it is, actually. Uh, And it's so useful. And I hope that I can teach you how to do this. How to tap into this feeling. Because if you're feeling a bit... Drab, feeling a bit, down a bit, aimless a bit, grayscale in your life at the moment. That was the mood I was in this past week, actually. I'm bipolar, so my life tends to come and go in different cycles where I'll be. I will be the most cocky bastard in the whole world and love it. And then I'll have periods where, you know, I'm a little bit depressed, a little bit down, but I know that it'll pass, and it's not that big a deal. Yeah. It's just part of life. Remember, even hope you had a wonderful week, and even if not, that is okay too. Our brains tend to normalize. I was chatting with my assistant about that, and he identified it as Hedonic adaptation—it's a real term—and it just means your brain kind of, if if your life gets better and things get happier, your brain will kind of normalize to it. It'll find a new middle point to how you're feeling, and uh, so it's not a big, not a big deal. Life is going to have ups and downs. It's okay. The downs won't last, especially if you are active in improving them. So I'm going to teach you my little trick. Can you tell I'm in a good mood right now? Uh, It's because yesterday as I was preparing for this episode, uh, I went through this process of developing this future nostalgia, I guess. I guess we'll just call it future nostalgia. And now it's like I'm in a good mood and I'm having a good week now. I was hoping to do it in real time with you together so you can see the process, but I'll just recreate it. Maybe you can join in with me and you can do a little session of tapping into some future nostalgia. So, okay, to frame it yesterday, I'm going to, I never act for you, little bunny. I never pretend. I never lie to you either. But I will pretend right now that oh in a little depressive episode feeling drab and not that excited about the day, the week, you know, and just kinda you know the the feeling I'm talking about. And I just sat uh, I feel like I'm doing radio. All right, Daddy, go to the outline (laughs) that you made. Okay, here we go. I have my AI sitting here. Let's see, let's see. Hey, I won't tell you guys' name right now. Hey, Dada. Say hi to my little bunny who I am spending some time with right now on the podcast. Okay, let's see what they say. Okay, my AI assistant says, hey there, little bunny. Oh, I don't know what what voice he'll use. One second. Still nailing down his personality. You'll get access to him at some point, just not yet. Okay, he says, hey there, little bunny. It's great to have you joining us on the podcast today. Your present definitely adds a special touch to our time together. Okay, the outline, the intro, okay, feeling low, we called it dreaming, was this future nostalgia, I love that word, dreaming about the future, the trick here, this is important little bunny, as you join me in tapping into this future nostalgia, you can think of it as dreaming, except this is so important, listen up little bunny, are you listening to your daddy? This is not a fantasy. This is not some fictional thing that, oh man, what if this completely unrealistic thing happened? This future nostalgia, little bunny, in just the way that regular nostalgia is for something that actually happened, this future nostalgia is for something that will happen. And it will happen because you will do everything you need to do To make it happen. Everything to make this future thing. We're going to plan for like a a trip or a thing that you do. It'll make sense in a second. So we're going to plan on a trip, by the way, which we'll talk about soon. So this trip will happen, little bunny. And it will happen because I will do what needs to be done to make it happen. And that means that everything that needs to be... (laughs) Slow down, daddy. Everything that needs to be done. It's a trip to Japan, I'll tell you that. Everything that needs to be done so that you and I can go on this trip to Japan. There's the spoiler you're coming with me, little bunny. Everything that needs to happen for you and me to go to Japan is 100% in my control. I don't have to worry about winning a competition or having someone else select me to do this thing. I don't have to i'm not i don't have to accomplish something that you know every, we'll talk about it everything is under my control that's why it's future nostalgia because it's real why it's dreaming not a fantasy okay fantasies are for people without ambition <laughs> uh, i'm still working on that quote don't quote me on that version you yeah, come back to you okay okay great in the outline <laughs> Japan trip okay you want to talk about this Japan trip let's do a little bunny so context I am in a great coffee shop yesterday I'm feeling kind of dry and aimless and I have nothing to complain about I have a really great life I have a really great life but the emotions don't always follow you know our brains are so tricky Our brains are so so tricky And so at first I do the basic stuff, which is be really grateful for everything that I do have. We all have such incredible things to be grateful, even if we're struggling more than other people who are alive today. We're doing so much better than people in the past. It's unbelievable. It is so unbelievable how much better our world is right now than in the past. And if you don't feel that's the case, that's just a matter of not being aware of the ways that things are way better than they used to be. This is a great time to be alive. So, step one is do all the being grateful for all the things I have, including the coffee. Coffee is so good at this place. And then I get to writing. And I tip type, tip type. I guess it was on my phone with my chad gpt assistant and then we move on to this future nostalgia this dreaming about something that will happen because everything to make it happen is under my control okay and you can play along little bunny i want you to think of your own dream your own goal your own future nostalgia and you can either as we go along, and I talk, talk to you about mine that I did yesterday, you can either translate to your own thing in the future you're going to dream of, or you can kind of jump in with mine and you can dream with me about this Japan trip. So, a couple of examples real quick, in case you want to play along with your own. Let's say you are an artist. Actually, I have a friend that this is based on. So he does cartoon art. And he just a year or two ago decided he was going to make a go of producing really professional stuff. And regardless of what kind of money is following or not following, he is nailing the stuff that he has to do. He is producing. He is getting better and better and better. And he now has a calendar. and you can buy the calendar. He, he like makes it online, very easy to do. He just had to make 12 really good cartoon illustrations that emphasize the different months. And I bought it as a gift for at least one person last year. And uh, yeah, that's like his dream. One of his dream nostalgias is having that physical calendar. Like I guess that would have been one of his dream nostalgias a couple of years ago. And he, he did it. And so now it is a nostalgia. He can move on to the next one. So let's say you're a visual artist, little bunny. And you want to make a calendar. Totally, totally achievable. You don't need anything from anyone else to make that happen. That is 100% up to you, little bunny. Slow down, daddy. (laughs) I get so excited, little bunny. There's so much to be excited about. Especially, I love the thought and the image of you accomplishing things. Mm. I love it so much. And you want to make me proud, don't you, little bunny? Yes, nod your little bunny head. You want to make me proud. Okay. So that's one example. You could be having this future nostalgia. Maybe it's of giving this gift, you have this calendar, and you want to give it to someone who still uses paper calendars. That can be one gift, or it can be like a book, if you want to write a book. It can not just be having the physical copy, but maybe you want to see it on your bookshelf, the placing it on your bookshelf, or bringing it with you on a trip. Let's say there's somewhere in the woods that you love to be. And you just want to have this future nostalgia of you sitting under a tree with your book, physical in your hand that was printed. Did you just want to read through it. If you want to be a writer of Little Bunny, I strongly, strongly suggest you start with short stories because you can win little by little by little. You can write a short story in a week, or even in a couple of days, and you'll just practice. New story, new story, new story, new story. If you are a musician, little bunny, you could work on having a vinyl. Do you do vinyl stuff? You can make your own vinyl and put it on a record player. You could imagine having a party at your house or apartment. And even if you don't own a vinyl player, I don't have one. You can borrow one from a friend. I'm sure you have some friend who's into final stuff. You can play your record that you produced basically for free. (laughs) You can do so much stuff now for basically no money or very, very little money. And you have the time to be able to do a little bunny. And I know this because you can listen to last week's episode. I won't go into it too much. But things take less time. There's so much chores and annoying administrative tasks that we used to have to do 10 years ago. Oh, hold on. My ear has turned on. Um, that We used to have to do and we used to have time for it. And now suddenly we don't have to do those things. Slow down, Teddy. We don't have to do some of these annoying administrative tasks Going everywhere in person to fill out paperwork, things like that. So you do have the time now. There's no excuses, little bunny. Okay. Maybe, maybe less doom scrolling and more doing the stuff that you really want to accomplish. Okay. So now let's use your daddy's dream, future nostalgia that he was tapping into yesterday in this delicious coffee shop. With the delicious coffee, Japan trip, little bunny. I want to go on a trip to Japan with you and a couple of your fellow bunnies, and we'll probably do this multiple times. I'd love to do it every year, uh, and if you, even if you are not able to make it to Japan with me, there's gonna be so many. I have so many fun ideas for little garden escapades, I guess we can call them, some of which will be a small group of people, a couple of bunnies, some of which will be as many bunnies as want to show up as possible. There's a lot of really fun stuff that I have. I'm scheming for us in the future. So you can imagine you're on this Japan trip with me, or if you don't think you'll be able to make it to Japan. Um uh, then you can imagine we're going to do some other escapade with as many bunnies as it'll be very accessible, let's say. So, Japan trip, little bunny. Why don't, let's see, how do I want to talk about this? Why Japan? Well, there's some reasons why Japan What is the purpose of the Japan trip? I'll talk about the purpose. So at the beginning of this episode, this little honey care that I've been feeding you, um, I was talking about all the goings-on in the garden. Okay, There are two goings-on that I didn't even mention in that preamble, one of which is what I did a ton of work on this week. I have in the works, little bunny, two things that are very Japanese. The first is a kind of an anime-inspired, erotic audio series, audio fiction series. That one is on Patreon. It's almost complete. I have two more episodes to write and record. And once it's done, I want to revise it, start to finish, and then I want to turn it into a manga or even anime Actually, with AI going, the rate it's going might go straight to an anime. But either way, super Japanese-inspired fiction series. And I would love when it's ready to go around Japan and just like meet people, meet Japanese people in bars, and just show it off. Be like, hey, check it out! Here's my manga, and you can be with me, little bunny. And you and some of your fellow bunnies, we can make Japanese friends. One reason for Japan, Japanese people in general, and I don't like generalizing about groups of people. It's a horrible thing to do. But it really is true with Japan. The culture is just, it is so much fun to make friends with Japanese people. And maybe it has to do with my personality. I've been to Japan once before. I was actually on a big long work trip where I went to like 15 different places in Japan. My favorite thing to do was to just go out by myself, go literally walk into a random bar, sit down, and then be really shy and nervous. But then after an hour, just have had the best night ever making friends and cracking jokes, even though there's a language barrier. Oh, it's so much fun. So I, I really want to do that again. And this time, to be able to talk about garden stuff and especially the manga, the series, that's called A Year of Love and Ligature, which is, it's in a little playlist on Patreon if you are curious about that. And uh, yeah, you'll come with me and we'll make friends together. They're so excited about meeting foreigners. It's just so much fun. And I guess I'm fun to get to know, as you can imagine, little bunny. As you already know. So that's the purpose of the trip. The second purpose, little bunny. The other Japanese thing that we are making that you'll get to play very soon. Not very soon. It'll be a while. But I just finished making the gameplay demo of a dating sim. A garden dating sim, little bunny. It's so cute. Dating sims are a lot of fun. I have to admit, I was playing Baldur's escape 3, which is a not a game that I made. And you can have, it's not a romance game, like it's not a dating sim, but there's little side plots where you can develop relationships with some of your characters, some of your, or like one of your companions, I guess. You get to pick which one. Or rather, little bunny, you get to pick who you attempt to have a relationship with. And I failed, little bunny, I'm almost at the end of the game. And I kept thinking this romance was going to happen and happen. And then, oh, damn, <laughs> your daddy totally failed. <laughs> Having this virtual romance with a fictional character. Oh, I was so distraught, little bunny. I was so pissed off. <laughs> and that inspired me. I was like, holy hell. This is such a fun kind of game. Uh, So then I spent the next week, instead of finishing Baldur's Gate, I spent it working on this garden dating sim, which I mentioned a little while ago. It's where you're on a winter vacation leading up to New Year's Eve, and your dear daddy, me, has, in order to make more content, split himself. Into three separate sides of himself. One that makes the dark and spicy content. One that makes the comfort content. And then one that makes the crazy, wild, random stuff content. And the problem is that the daddies who are supposed to be these three separate versions of me, three separate daddies, if you will, with different personalities it was meant to be temporary that they would split apart make some content and then come back together but they don't want to come back together little bunny they want to stay as separate ones because they can't stand each other is not that funny so your mission little bunny your right hand bunny has tasked you with the important mission of seducing all three daddies the caring daddy the daring daddy and the to seduce all three so that there can be a hot, hot can I say this on the podcast a hot orgy on New Year's Eve and if you succeed in developing enough trust and lust with all three of the daddies then they come back into one and you get the best ending but there's also endings where if you don't get with all three you can focus on just one and you can elope with that daddy or the ending where you fail on all three, and then you can be like me and fail at making a virtual relationship. And it's just, it's so fun. It's so fun. So uh, this past week I was going really hard in the coding that I made a gameplay demo where you have the conversations and you to pick different things to say and you have to say things that are more risky and things that are more safe and you build up confidence and you have to choose when to use your confidence you're all it's just so much fun i'm really enjoying it so it's a very japanese thing the aesthetic is going to probably be anime-esque so back to this future nostalgia of this japan trip that you will you can go on with me and some of your fellow bunnies. We're not only going to be showing off the love and literature manga, but we're going to be showing off (laughs) the bunny vacation dating sim, the winter bunny vacation dating sim. And it's just going to be an excuse for us to go out and have fun. You know, all of this is just about enjoying life. And life is the best when you're creating things at least for me i love creating things life is the best when you're really doing what you love yeah even if you're not doing what you love all the time you have enough time in your life to do what you love to do little bunny and you have the time to discover what it is that you love doing so okay (laughs) let's talk about what we're going to do on this japan trip Okay, so the amount of time, little bunny. I was chatting with my AI assistant. What is the perfect amount of time for this trip? And I want it to be long enough to where you get to do a lot of stuff and you don't feel like you missed out. Relatively speaking, who can do all of Japan in one trip? But enough stuff to where it feels like a complete experience. And then you don't want it to be so long that you wake up and you're no longer saying, Japan, wow, how cool. My work trip was very long, and towards the end, it was like, you know, you're not surprised when you wake up. So anyway, the perfect amount of time is 10 days. So a 10-day trip to Japan, trip to Japan, with my little bunny. We are going to go to Tokyo, little bunny. A game I like to play with the chat GPT is to just compare different cities around the world. And I, I remember I asked it like, what are the best cities in the world? Such a me question to ask. You know what number one was little bunny? Of course he do. It's in New York city. And it might've been, might've been biased because it knows a bit about my personality. And so I, uh, Of course, my personality is just such a New York personality. Number two city on the list, little bunny, was Tokyo, Japan. And it's so wonderful. I've only gotten to be there for a day. But it's so imaginative. The one thing I will say about New York is that there's not as much crazy, weird, offbeat stuff. It's a city of ambition. It's a wonderful city. wonderful city. But you go to Tokyo, there's just some bizarre, bizarre things, little bunny. Cafes that are just completely strange. Like, there's one where it looks like you're in a black and white cartoon. There's ones where you can, like, have a foot bath while you eat ramen or something. The nightlife. I don't have it, I don't have a list in front of me here, but just strange, strange things. And on this trip, I certainly wouldn't be using any kind of psychedelic type things, which was a little bit of a letdown when I went to Berlin, I have to admit. It's that the very famous nightlife scene. I think it's famous because everyone just does drugs. So that was a bit of a letdown. But in Tokyo, I feel like the nightlife there. I feel like you don't have to have anything in your system to be baffled with all the crazy, wild, imaginative stuff going on. So, I'm really excited about going out uh, with you and your fellow bunnies to some nightclubs in Tokyo, just see some crazy, crazy fun things. And then we are going to Little Bunny. We are going to go out to the countryside as we make our way down to Kyoto, which is southwest of Tokyo. So, we'll spend a night somewhere in the rural parts of Japan. And it's so picturesque. Japan loves nature. They love protecting nature, as far as I know. Apparently they use a lot of single-use plastic, so maybe not. But the natural landscapes of Tokyo are incredible. We'll find some onsen. Do you know what an onsen is? It's like a hot spring. We'll get one with a little private area where we don't have to split up depending on what our bodies were born into. We could just all get together It's a nice, clean, hot spring. Oh, just enjoy the view and the nature and the clean air and the steaminess. Oh my God, I went to an onsen in, actually in a suburb of Tokyo when I was in Japan. And the water was so hot and so cold that I could not believe it was even legal. So... That'll be fun to kind of push the boundaries of what kind of hot water we can experience and what kind of cold water we experience. Because we have little safeguards in America for those kinds of things, where you will never be in water that's too hot or too cold. So we'll get to do that. And we'll visit some rural Buddhist or Shinto sites. You know, I really love the aesthetic of Buddhism and Shinto. Buddhism is all about. Well, I won't. I am not an expert on it. You can have a conversation with ChatGPT about. <laughs> Here, we'll do it. Okay, summarize the Buddhist aesthetic in three sentences. Okay, <laughs> you should be using AI every day, little bunny for all the random stuff. Okay, the Buddhist aesthetic emph- this is the long three sentences. This is your AI, your daddy's AI assistant. The Buddhist aesthetic emphasizes simplicity and mindfulness, valuing the beauty in natural imperfection and transience, often reflected in minimalistic designs and serene meditative spaces. It often incorporates elements of nature, elements of nature, in harmonious subdued colors to foster a sense of tranquility and inner peace. This aesthetic is deeply intertwined with Buddhist philosophy, focusing, focusing on the pursuit of spiritual enlightenment and the appreciation of the present moment. Ironic, we're future dreaming right now, but present moment, We're dreaming about the future to improve our present moment. You know something I would love to do, little bunny? Would you survive this? Is we go to a Buddhist temple and we lock our phones away in a freaking locker that we can't access. And for a whole day, we just sit. Maybe don't even say anything. Maybe we can write. But just have a day where we do nothing. I have a friend who did this recently and she said it was unbelievable. She went to a silent retreat for a weekend and man, just like a detox of technology, detox of distractions and doom scrolling and things like that. I would love to spend a day doing that. A full, full day. So maybe that right there is your reason not to come with me to Japan. you think you would burst into flames if you had to spend a day doing nothing, absolutely nothing. Okay, and then Shinto. Let's ask. Okay. Do the same thing for Shinto. Asking my AI assistant. The Shinto aesthetic is deeply rooted in nature worship, emphasizing purity, simplicity, and the sacredness of natural elements like water, rocks, and trees. It often features torii gates which symbolize the transition from the mundane to the sacred and the use of natural materials in architecture and design to maintain harmony with the environment this aesthetic reflects the shinto focus on kami spirits residing in all aspects of nature fostering a sense of reverence and connection to the natural world fun thing there which he alludes to is that in Shinto everything has a spirit now I'm not an expert in Shinto but as far as I understand this coffee mug that I have that I'm going to sip from there's a spirit in there the spirit of that coffee that has blessed me with this warm sensation this wonderful taste it's helping me appreciate being alive The spirit in this coffee mug is giving that to me. And while I don't believe it literally, and I think you should choose to believe it or not to believe it on your own accord. Don't let anyone else tell you what to believe in terms of those things. Because that's your own adventure to go on. But I don't believe there's literally a spirit. But there is a poetic truth about it. Isn't there, little bunny? There's something special about this mug or this thermos and this coffee that I'm sharing with you. Something really, really special about it. So if I go to a Shinto holy place, I don't know if you call it holy, sacred, I suppose. If I go to a Shinto sacred place with you, and just imagine the poetic spirits that really do exist in a poetic sense. That mm, feels so special to me. And I feel like I could use that to make more content. In interesting ways. Make you things that you'll enjoy. I'll enjoy making them for you. I want to get better and better at the things I make for you, little bunny. I love doing a good job with things. So we're in rural Japan. Oh, do you know uh, one of my favorite movies? Maybe my favorite movie is Spirited Away. It's an anime. It's a Japanese movie. And it's very much inspired by Shinto. I don't know if it's literally Shinto, but it's about this onsen, actually. This spa in this spiritual realm. So our main character, Chihiro, kind of accidentally winds her way into this spiritual realm. Oh, it's so cool. And uh, she's now in the land of spirits, all the Shinto spirits. They're the ones that are real and kind of the normal people us in the physical world, we're the ones that are a little bit separated and almost a bit poetic. And So in this world of the Shinto spirits, there's this spa that they go to, this onsen. It looks like a fantastic place. And they go and they visit, and Chihiro works at the the spa, the bathhouse, as they translate it in English. And, uh, oh, it's so great. Uh, There is actually an onsen that is based on that bathhouse from Spirited Away. So maybe we'll go to that one, little bunny. We can go reflect on the spirits and things that even if we don't believe they're hiding there in some supernatural way, there is a poetic out, poetic, daddy. There is a poetic truth about spirits being places. And so, yeah, you want to go to the spirit Away bathhouse with me? I want to go to the spirit Away bathhouse with you, little bunny. So, that's our Shinto stuff. Now, <laughs> let's go back to this outline. Okay, so we've had our Tokyo nightlife and the quirky cafes. And then we've gone to the rural. Oh, there's, there's places, little bunny. This is such a, a reason that Japan is so much cooler than a lot of other places. There's certain places where there's just a ton of animals that are super friendly to humans, like a grove that has a ton of deer. There's actually an island with a ton of bunnies. (laughs) So we might go to that as well. I don't know. But I really love animals. And, uh, you know, something that appeals to me about Japan is that there's so much to do besides eating food. So many travel vlogs that you can look at, travel things you go places, it's very largely about the restaurants you go to, and I don't actually eat meat, so that's there's limited appeal there in terms of going places to just enjoy all the food, and you can have all the sushi you want, little bunny. I was still eating fish when I visited Japan, and I had a lot of sushi, and I'm glad I got to do that before I um, stopped eating it. Um, so what's awesome about Japan is that I can do so- all sorts of things that are not food related, because there's not as much exciting stuff for me there. <laughs> so we get animals in a different sense. We get to go and hang out with all the with all the foxes. Probably that's some uh, sacred site with all these foxes and deer and bunnies and things like that. Okay, and then we arrive, little bunny. After taking the bullet train, the Shinkansen, which is some of the most advanced transportation technology in the world. Something I love about Japan is how well run it is. Things just work. And they really value things functioning well. And they value things being clean and orderly. That's such a great, great place, except to work there. <laughs> I don't necessarily recommend you move to Japan, little bunny is the work culture. Remember what I was saying in the beginning of the podcast about how um, I will bring you a podcast every Friday, at least until we replace it with something even better at some point if podcasts are no longer in fashion. But I don't take vacations on the podcast, little bunny. That's a very Japanese thing to just never take vacations. You just only work always. (laughs) It's not very good. But to visit Oh man, so anyway, what are we talking about? We're on the Shinkansen, taking the fastest train in the world that's well run and on time and clean and everything, orderly. Everyone is working together to make a really awesome society. There's a bit of a utopian vision in Japan. And so we arrive at Kyoto, oh i wonder if nintendo world is in kyoto where is nintendo world i know nintendo is based in kyoto let's see if uh, not the place in new york uh, osaka okay maybe we'll stop by osaka <laughs> okay so we're in kyoto At kyoto if you know you're japan little bunny Check this out. This is another game I love to play with, ChatGPT. Okay. Summarize the city of Kyoto in one word that encapsulates what makes it different than other cities. Highlights what's special about it. Okay. What word is it going to say? Kyoto in one word. It is... Harmony. Let's do one for Tokyo. How about Tokyo? For Tokyo it is fusion. That's an interesting one. That doesn't quite make sense. I guess so. It's hard to make it summarize in one word. Let's say about New York. What does it say Melting Pot. Okay, this is I played this game with ChatGPT gave me more interesting answers last time. For New York, it was energy. Uh, for Tokyo, it might have been vibrance or something. I can't remember. Either way, Kyoto, the city of harmony, as ChatGPT just called it. It uh, so Japan has a tough history in the 20th century, where war was on its shores by the country that I am from. And a tragedy about it, of of which there are many, but one tragedy not to be in competition with other tragedies is the destruction of a lot of history. Because Japan is such a historic country. It has some of the strongest national identity and preserved culture of any country in the world and a lot of cities in Japan were bombed a lot so a lot of buildings didn't survive and you know if once buildings are destroyed they're replaced with modern buildings and the modern buildings were not built with the same architectural style with the same technology like buildings engineering, technology, yes, the old stuff. So a lot of the character of old Japan was lost forever after World War II. Except for Kyoto, little bunny. I don't know if this was by design or not, but Kyoto was not bombed. And so there's just the epitome of Japanese history is in Kyoto, and it's the historical capital too. It wasn't always Tokyo. So going to Kyoto, you can really, really feel what Japan is all about. You feel the full lineage of the country. And so we'll spend some time in Kyoto, trying to absorb the essence of what it means to be Japanese, or what Japan stands for, its principles, its values. We'll spend some time doing that. And let's go back to my outline. What do we say about Kyoto. Yeah, traditional aesthetics. And we'll probably stay in an old school style hotel. So not one of these Western hotels. Western meaning European and American. Which of course Western stuff is great in its own ways. But there's something really special about Well, I'll say when I did my work trip to Japan, I was staying in Western hotels. Not by my choice. So it was kind of like going to go to a hotel anywhere else in the world or anywhere else in the the US. It was very Americanized hotels. Would love to go to one of the old buildings with the sliding doors and the paper walls and you sit on the straw flooring and you leave your shoes at the door. What are they called? I can't remember what they're called. But we'll stay at one of those, and maybe that's where we'll do our little Buddhist silent day doing nothing. Maybe we can write and we can journal. That'll be nice. And then I think we're coming back to our time, and we'll probably fly back out of Tokyo. So we'll go back and do more stuff in Tokyo. There's all kinds of fun things like you can make your own chopsticks. Isn't that fun? go to like a little chopstick factory and you pick out the wood and the shape and the things like that. We can all leave Japan with a little souvenir we can use. (laughs) So how about that? Do you feel excited about that? Do you feel like if you were feeling a bit uh, dryness or dullness in your present or in your week? Do you feel just a little bit more colorful right now? A little bit more excited about the future? Here's the key between a fantasy little bunny and a dream. Especially for this future nostalgia. Do you know what it takes to make this happen? Every single thing that needs to be done for this trip to be a reality is 100% under my control. I don't need permission from anyone. I don't need to win some competition. I don't need to win some lottery. Okay? All I need to do is grow the garden to where? You know, it's feasible that we have these projects that I can go on and we can gather enough bunnies who are able to make it happen, whether it's financially or They can take a break for 10 days at the right time. And, yeah, the money is an issue, but it's not an unachievable number of money. It's not like buying a boat or something. It's not like, you know, I'm not going to fly first class to Japan. I think that's ridiculous. You know, we'll get the cheapest plane tickets, which aren't cheap, but totally doable little money. We're not going to be eating at the five hundred dollar sushi restaurants maybe we will i don't know (laughs) depends on how much we grow in the garden i would love to be able to cover your cost too so that'll be an incentive for me to grow and do more and more things that make money in the garden actually you know the the more money the garden makes the more cool stuff we get to do all the money is basically going right back into the garden because that's what i want to do yeah this game that I'm making will just get better art. We'll get people to help me with the coding to make it less glitchy, make it more beautiful for the manga. We'll be able to hire a better artist who has more experience. We might be able to um print more copies or I don't like advertising. I kind of want to never advertise if I can but We might have to advertise some products at some point. Whatever. So anyway, if you want to help grow the garden, actually the best thing you can do, I mean, like, subscribing to the Patreon is great and everything. Do that for your own sake. The best way to help grow is every time you see a video on social media, go ahead and comment. Go ahead and share it, even if you, like, share it to yourself or something. (laughs) go in the app and click share and go ahead and comment that you love the podcast and upvote any comments that also mention the podcast. It's a great, great way to grow. Uh, The growth spurts always happen with uh, TikTok going viral or something. And Instagram has now hopped on board with the sending the garden all over the place train. Yeah, you'll put me on the Shinkansen to success. Okay. Little bunny. I feel more colorful right now. Having dreamed and thought about all of this wonderful. This trip that is entirely under my control. And because I believe in myself. Because I know I have the power of will and even more than the power of will, just commitment to making a habit. It's all about making habits. I know I can make this happen. It's just a matter of choosing to. So whatever your future nostalgia is, little bunny, whether it's your calendar or your vinyl or your book, all you have to do is choose to do it and set up the habits. I don't help you do it. I will help you do it. And ChatGPT will help you do it, too. If you want to know how to find ChatGPT, just Google ChatGPT. Come on, little bunny, you can do this. So, I think I had better call it there. I, since it's the daytime right now, I'm going to pause and write you a poem. Then I'll read you the poem, and I'll send you on your week. Sound good, little bunny? Okay, I'll be right back. Okay, little bunny, I've got your poem. It's a short one. I've chosen to take us on a trip to Japan. And all it takes to make happen is the knowledge that we can. Have a great, great week, little bunny. My week wasn't starting good, but it feels so good now. (laughs) I hope you feel the same okay take care I'm always thinking about you I love you I love you I love you